From Optimized Health, this is the True Health Podcast, where we unlearn diet culture and personalize our health one tip and story at a time. I am talking today about something that is so uh, personal to me. It is something I've experienced and struggled with and spent a lot of time over the years uh, rerouting and unlearning and working on. And so I know um, from my own experience and from, you know, just being in this space and my coaching work and all this kind of stuff, just how common this is. I would argue that the topic we're talking about today is so common that it is baked into our society in a way that is just socially assumed, expected, um, and ingrained in people, and it's actually incredibly unhealthy. Um, And that topic is unlearning the idea of exercise as punishment. A huge piece of the work we do at Optimize Health in our health coaching work is centered around this idea of unlearning diet culture. And I won't go on a huge rant about that, but unlearning is a really powerful word. And it implies that you as an individual, if you decide to, are choosing to take conditioned beliefs that are just baked into society and planted in your brain from the time you're a kid without even thinking about it and proactively doing the work to detach yourself from those lessons or assumptions that you had and choose a new path that's more personal to you that actually works for you. And that is a beautiful thing. That is something that not just through my own journey, you know, of losing 130 pounds and rerouting my entire life way beyond, you know, nutrition and fitness and weight and all this kind of stuff, way beyond that, Um, all the way to what we see with clients all over the country every day, all the way to just conversations I have with friends, family, people in life. Um, This is real stuff, and there is something really powerful about unlearning diet culture, personalizing your health, taking control, reclaiming your health, your time, how you are spending your time on this earth um, that is important, you know, and I just want to say right before I kind of jump into what I really wanted to touch on, that... It's very easy in our world, in our society, to beat yourself up, to feel like you are not enough, to let your relationships, um, family, friendships, romantic relationships, um, feel as though it's a compartmentalized separate area and that kind of emotional health piece is one thing and then my nutrition is another thing and my workout plan is another um in reality it is all you as a human all of these things are equal parts you 
there are certain elements, specifically nutrition and fitness, that get you know emphasized, um, and I think that's because it's easier to market those things, and so we see them more often. Um, but all of it is your health, and when we talk about exercise as punishment, I think we tap into something really important and deep, um, which is basically the concept of being enough and how you view yourself and how you're setting up your life well beyond, you know, uh, how many hit classes you're taking this week or whatever, you know, your, your workout plan might consist of. So just to jump into it, um, directly, I want to share, there is a famous, um, short kind of story from David Foster Wallace. Um, you can Google it, type in what is water, because I think it's prevalent, um, in society in a lot of ways, but definitely relevant to what we're talking about. And the quick story is there's a school of fish swimming down the stream. Somebody walks by and says to the fish, oh, how's the water today? And the fish all kind of look at each other and go, what the hell is water? And the idea in this case, obviously, is these fish are born into water. It surrounds them all the time to the point where they don't even know what water is. And this concept of exercise as punishment is a very similar um, line of thinking in our society to the point where you probably don't even think of it that way. But as I say it, it's like, oh, yeah, I do that, you know, or I've done that. You know, for me personally, um, this is, like I said, challenging at times um, because there are certain things that are very parallel to this idea of exercise as punishment, like finding motivation, doing hard things, waking up early to get your workout in, right? Like this kind of underdog mindset I always think of it as that can be, for me at least, very self-motivating. When I was 312 pounds, you know, I wasn't just, you know, gentle movement, let's see how I feel. I, I needed a push. I really pushed myself. And you know, I don't know if I would have thought of the word punishment at the time as part of that process, but finding the motivation for me at that time, I need to lose or I want to lose more than 100 plus pounds, you know, was important. And if the motivation for me at that time was found in this kind of I'll show them underdog mentality like in my head I'm like rocky you know waking up at 5 a.m and running down the street or whatever like cool if that worked for me at 300 plus pounds when I wanted to lose over 100 I'll take it nothing against that and it's important to say you know this conversation is not me saying the solution is always to go the most gentle route that's not what I'm saying there is a time to push yourself. There is a time to challenge yourself. There is a time to push your body. There is a time to do really tough workouts, a thousand percent. But you want to be doing those things um, intentionally, thoughtfully, knowing your body is recovered enough and prepared for that, knowing why you're doing it, why you need to push yourself or you want to push yourself that day versus the assumptions 
that come with exercise, which are typically somewhere around, you know, the more sore I am, the better the workout. Or the harder this workout, the better. Or how high can I get my heart rate zone as long as possible? Or how many calories did I burn? The more calories, the better. Like the goal is always to take your body and wring it out and wring every drop of water out of it when you know picture like wringing out a towel like that is typically how people associate with workouts it's almost like how do i break myself as much as possible without getting injured every time i exercise and what i've learned over the years is that is just not health that is not health that is not healthy that is not sustainable, and it honestly is probably coming from some sort of more negative place than you would like to admit. So, you know, for me, like I said, there was a time where that underdog mentality, like I always refer to it, was super helpful, right? There were times where I had to work early and getting up at 5 a.m. and doing this stuff, and I would push myself and all good, nothing against pushing yourself. But today, people joke about this kind of stuff, right? It's almost like, here's a couple examples. It's almost like, okay, you're sitting at the dinner table and somebody passes around whatever. Oh my God, this meal was so great. I overate. I'm definitely going to need to work out tomorrow morning. I'm going to have to do extra cardio tomorrow morning. People joke about it. Or I'm going to do that. Okay, I'm signing up for my workout class right now. All of a sudden, exercise is associated with punishing your body. Right? And like that's not sustainable. That's not healthy. And that's not why you want to exercise. We are hard enough on ourselves as human beings to begin with. We don't need to add on top of that something that can be so positive and uplifting and mood boosting and just like beautiful as exercise and turn it into a negative where we're beating the shit out of ourselves because we ate dessert right a similar concept um which i learned from cassie steinberg who was on one of my earlier episodes where we talked about unlearning and kind of rethinking body dysmorphia cassie's amazing check out the episode if you haven't she used this phrase conditional eating in our conversation that's always stuck with me where it's almost like I will eat blank on the condition that I do blank. Like I will allow myself to eat, you know, mashed potatoes with gravy if I worked out really hard that morning. And this concept of unlearning exercise as punishment is noticing when you are only exercising to make up for something you feel like you did wrong, like you misbehaved, and this is a consequence of that, is pushing yourself in this workout. Or um, exercising knowing you're about to eat some sort of food. Like typically it's tied to food, that punishment mentality. Um, and the challenge with this is it sets you up in a way where all of a sudden you associate exercising with something that is really hard. Not just hard on a 
motivation level where it's like, oh, shit, I need the discipline and the willpower and I got to somehow get the energy to go do an exercise, you know, a workout or to exercise because in your brain, workout, exercise, movement means this super intense thing. Um, but what it also does is it hurts your body, like physically in your body. It takes a lot out of you. And I can list a dozen people right now that I know who got into a routine, started doing and nothing against HIT classes. HIT has a purpose a thousand percent, and I even like doing them sometimes, but said, okay, I went into blank, insert group fitness class gym, and I loved it, and I fell in love with it, and this is my, this is my thing, and I go three days a week, and I'm loving it, loving it, loving it. A couple months later, they either got injured, their back start hurting, they didn't see the change in their body or the result they wanted, or it just feels like it takes so much out of them to do it that it's not sustainable. And that's the real challenge that I want to really highlight too is like nobody ever became fit from one workout, right? Nobody ever said, great, I got my workout in. That was a five-hour crazy workout at the gym. Now I'm fit. No, and nobody ever goes, I'm fit today because of this one workout I did that was so crazy, you know, April 17th, 1996. That's when I got fit. Nobody remember, you don't remember any of the workouts ever years down the line. And if that's the case, why are we trying to beat the shit out of ourselves in every workout? Why are we not trying to come up with a routine based around something we enjoy, something that challenges our body and is good for our body, but is also something where we can show up the next day and do it again and do it again and look forward to it and notice the benefits um, in real time versus trying to hit some outcome as quickly as possible and being mad at ourselves until we get there. All this stuff is real. All this stuff I've experienced, I am several, several, many years into, you know, what I would consider a very healthy, fit lifestyle, all this kind of stuff. And I still struggle with this stuff. I mean, I'm thinking of doing a whole episode about this where, where we can really go into it. But even recently, I signed up for a half marathon that I ran two weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago now, three weeks ago. I don't even like running that much. I was in a great routine. I was running once or twice a week, couple miles at a time, feeling good. Why did I feel the need to go sign up for a half marathon and beat the shit out of myself for a few months training for it when I don't even like running that much? Like, why did I do that? We'll explore that more, but that's that's what I mean. This stuff comes up again and again. And, you know, back to back to what I was saying about the sustainability piece, right? So like if you can accept that no single workout is going to get you fit, why do you feel the need to take every possible inch out of your body with that workout? And the real problem when we're talking about, you know, unlearning diet culture and unlearning exercise as punishment is we've been marketed and sold things over the years in many ways that are meant to make you feel like you are not enough. 
like your body is not enough. Like you don't look a certain way you're supposed to. You can't do a certain thing you're supposed to. The whole nutrition, fitness, health, wellness industry preys on that vulnerability. That's why someone who might have a six pack and look super ripped and genetically gifted and whatever is doing some crazy workout video that you can't do and then selling you supplements with the hope that these supplements are going to get you there. They're not. They're not. And that's okay. And what's important to note is you're not broken. Like you're not broken. The goal doesn't need to be to get to this new body type as quick as possible. That is diet culture thinking for you. That is not you thinking for yourself. The same thing applies to cleanses and two-week programs and all this kind of stuff where it's like, okay, I want to lose 10 pounds as quick as possible. Why? And then what happens? What happens after you lose the 10 pounds? Who cares? Then what are you going to do? Well, I don't know. Okay, so why are you even doing this to begin with? It's the same thing. You get into this place, and I'm connecting the dots. You get into this place where you are sold the belief that you are not enough. You become vulnerable. You sign up for whatever someone is selling. Your goal is to change your body, get to that goal as quickly as possible. And through that process, you stop enjoying it. You are not learning anything about yourself. You're not enjoying the process. You're not checking in with your body on what it needs, how it's feeling. You're not acknowledging all these different pillars that go into what true health looks like. Nutrition, fitness, emotional health, mental health, sleep, stress, routines, habits, relationships, boundaries, work stress, all this kind of stuff. All you're doing is zoning in. I want to lose this 10 pounds as quick as possible. And then everything you are doing is to get to that goal, to get to that body, to get those abs, to lose fat under your arms, to lose your lower belly fat, all this kind of stuff as quick as possible to become some version of yourself that you don't feel like you currently are. Exercise as punishment is the number one place where that shows up. And what that looks like again and the process of unlearning that, what that looks like is coming up with a new route, a new path. And that's what I want to lead into now. So if you can acknowledge that you've done that, you know, if I said, check in with yourself, raise your hand, if you've done that, hopefully 100% of people listening, I'm raising my hand right now, including myself in that, you know, what else do you do? If the goal is not like, to burn as many calories as possible, you know, or like, hey, I don't really like exercising. So if I'm going to do it, I want to make the most of it. And what I would say is part of why you don't like exercising is because it's always incredibly hard. It's always the punishment mindset. That is actually why you don't like exercising. It's not that you can't. It's like when somebody says, oh, well, I hate books. I hate reading. It's like, well, maybe you just haven't found you know, the type of book you like or the author you like. It's kind of a similar thing. So I would challenge that. If you're the type of person who's going, well, I just hate exercise. I just hate all of it. You're probably viewing exercise as punishment. And there's a mental component to this that is 
putting you back into a cycle of hating exercise because you're looking at it the wrong way. It's it's not what it should be in your life. And what is overrated is working out to burn calories. What is underrated is working out for your mental health. I want to say that again because it's important. What's overrated is working out to burn calories. What is underrated is working out for your mental health. If you can accept, and this is the unlearning piece, if you can accept that the goal is not to change your body as quick as possible, and if you can accept that when your watch or your heart rate monitor tells you you burned 600 calories and that in your head is a better workout than the workout where you burn 550 calories or 300 calories or you didn't wear the heart rate monitor at all. If you can accept these as facts, what remains is checking in with yourself on what the purpose of exercise is. And the purpose of exercise, if it is not to as quick as possible beat the shit out of yourself because you're not enough and get to some final solution, the purpose of exercise is in the moment that day to feel better. That is the purpose of exercise. Yes, there are longevity benefits, weight benefits, blood sugar benefits, metabolism benefits, sleep benefits, you know, all this kind of stuff. There's tons of benefits. I'm not saying there aren't. But most people in reality are not going to get a sustainable health plan going of workouts they hate because it's going to hopefully add time to their life, you know, decades from now. Like most people are not actually able to think that way. It has to have some quicker kind of shorter term benefit. And so the things I would want to highlight are, you know, exercise is a form of self-care. It is time for yourself in a day when you don't normally have time for yourself or that the rest of your day is answering emails, calls, work stuff, supporting other people. This is time to just clear your head by yourself. Um, Exercise is a way to not only take care of yourself physically but mentally. Like I was saying, you will feel better mentally when you exercise, even if that exercise is going on a walk. It doesn't have to be anything intense. I promise you, you will feel better than you did before. Nobody's ever done a workout and been like, oh, I feel so much worse unless the workout is way too intense. You know, so if you're if you're left with, well, how do I feel from this workout? If we're removing that external changing my body mindset and shifting inward, what you're left with is how you feel. And... One of the things that I want to challenge you to think about is instead of punishment, I want you to think about movement as a source of healing. If you are stressed, you're going through some really tough times in your life, some personal stuff, relationship stuff. Movement is a source of healing through that. It helps with stress. It helps improve your mood. It helps give you clarity um, in your brain chemistry. It helps with that stress effect. It helps just with boundaries, with self-care, with time to yourself. It also is a way to simply feel good. Leave it at that. 
I'm not even talking about healing traumas or healing stress or whatever. It's just a thing you do that feels good. Like, regardless of the future outcome, it is a thing you do that feels good. It does feel good. And part of why you might hate exercise or think you hate exercise is because you've been punishing yourself with exercise. What if exercise was a form of gratitude for yourself? What if exercise was a way you can be grateful for the movement you can do in your body? What if exercise was fun? What if you reframed what a workout is? What if right now you catch yourself and go, well, in my head, a workout is between 45 and 60 minutes, and it is either a group fitness class or it's at the gym, and it's usually this number of sets and reps or this pace on a treadmill or this pace on a run or this level of intensity. I usually burn this number of calories. Remove all of that. What if you just said, wake up and move your body today in a way that feels good. You get to decide every morning what it is. You get to audit your time and look at your work calendar, decide how many minutes per day or per week you want to devote to exercise, plug them in with things you enjoy, see what happens. All of a sudden, movement is self-care, movement is healing, movement is gratitude, movement is joy, movement is therapy. Movement is a way to take care of yourself in a world where you are often taking care of others. And movement is a beautiful thing that improves the quality of your life currently versus obsessing over a future body you're trying to hit as quick as possible. So the last thing I want to say on this topic is that sometimes really hard workouts are exactly what you need and feel amazing. I am absolutely not the type of person who is just saying, well, just all you should do is, you know, be gentle 100% of the time, don't do anything tough. Absolutely not. Like I changed my entire life doing hard things every single day. I firmly believe in pushing yourself. I firmly believe that sometimes listening to your body means doing a harder workout than you expected. Sometimes listening to your body means pulling back. But you tuning in and checking in with yourself on what you need, what you have capacity for on any given day is where the magic happens. And so again, if you are somebody who is not exercising at all, I would encourage you to look at your associations you have with exercise. Are you viewing it as punishment? Are you viewing it as some really hard thing that you just don't want to deal with? Could you view it in a different way? And if you're somebody who is currently exercising, do you feel like you're in a good routine? Do you feel happy? Does it feel balanced? Do you feel like maybe you have a mix of different modalities, different things where you're challenging yourself sometimes, pulling back other times, and that you are, you know, you have that comfort in your body to adjust as needed based on the other pillars of health and what else is going on in your life. And then last category, I would say, is for the people that are the quote-unquote fitness junkies, super fit, hardcore, all that kind of stuff. Are you, are you punishing yourself? 
do you feel good when you're doing this? Can you sustain this? If you can, great. No judgment at all. Fantastic. But if not, that's okay. And it's okay to pull back and give yourself a break sometimes too. Okay. I'm going to leave it at that. Hopefully that was helpful. Um, Hopefully you can leave kind of with at least something that stuck with you from that um, thought process, something that can cause you to kind of audit your behavior and self and just make sure you are doing things for the right reasons. Um, And I want to just say that, you know, if you are someone who is feeling like you are beating yourself up in the gym and not seeing the results you want, or that you're trying to hit some goal as quick as possible, or that maybe you're pulling back all the time and you need a push and need to reframe what movement might mean to you. All of it is fine. You are not broken. You are okay. And you are evolving and learning like everybody else all the time. Uh, We are unlearning a lot of deep stuff here and my guess is that your current view towards your body towards nutrition towards exercise towards all of it is something that's been many 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 years in the making and so you can't expect yourself to fix or change that mindset overnight but with practice with guidance with a commitment to checking in with yourself and adjusting Um, really beautiful things happen. And, you know, we beat ourselves up enough on any given day that we don't need exercise to do that as well. Okay, that is it for today. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you as always. If you have any questions, if you want to share your story about this, uh, if you want to learn more about our health coaching work, Um, Our program's coming up. We have lots of stuff going on right now. We're about to announce our next retreat, uh, which is going to be happening this October. I cannot wait. Um, Our coach, Maddie, has a women's hormone health group that starts in a couple weeks um, that has a couple spots left. So if that's of interest, reach out. If you want to do a free consultation to learn about our coaching work and what that looks like, always here for you. Um, You can reach out directly, you can go to optimizehealthcoaching.com, whatever you want. So okay, that's it. Thanks, everybody. And remember, instead of relying on discipline or willpower in an unhealthy environment, go and create your healthy environment. Okay, I will see you next week.